Hey, welcome to the More Life, Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest, so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hello, beautiful people. How are you today? Welcome back to another episode of More Life, Less Drama. I'm sitting in my office, surrounded by my my Ottomans, which are from my lounge room because I'm trying to condense the sounds that are around me. I've been listening back to some of my podcasts and I can hear that there is, I don't know, it just doesn't sound as good as I would like it. So I'm testing out a few things. I've got two of my ottomans either side of me here on my desk to absorb some sound and I'm hoping it's going to bring you a better quality sound because I know that personally I love a podcast that has great quality sound. If it doesn't, I tend to get turned off and leave it. So I want you to stay here and listen in as long as you can with me. So I always am seeking new ways to make it better. And I have something exciting for you today because today I'm considering this 25th episode as a an official end to the first chapter of More Life, Less Drama. I chose 25 as the chapter, like as a chapter set, I suppose I would like to call it. This chapter hasn't had a particular theme or anything, yet I wanted to end on 25 because, well, I like 25. I like 50. I like 100. I like rounded numbers like that. So if I was going to be doing it to line up with years, it would be 26 for a half a year and 52 for a full year. But I don't know. I just needed 25. 25, yeah, a quarter of the way through to my first 100 sounded really nice to me. So I just chose that. And so this 25th episode, we are going to actually go back through and learn what we have learnt over the last 25 episodes, just in a really short, simple way. And yeah, I realized 25 episodes, no big deal. (laughs) It's no big deal to you. It is a huge deal to me. You see, so much of my life, I have procrastinated. I have put things off. I have stopped things when they get too hard. And doing 25 episodes in a row of a podcast is such a huge milestone for me. And it's just the beginning and I know it because I actually love doing this podcast and I love bringing you the information that I have been bringing you and I have been getting so much positive feedback from it and that just lights me up. So I know I've said that before and when I was looking in advance into the future, which again is something new that I have only just stepped into doing over the last couple of years, I looked at this 25th episode and I yeah made it a goal to do 25. And then I decided that I would reward myself somehow once I reached 25. So looking back on my notes, the reward that I decided to give myself is to go book a facial. It's only small, um, but I love facials and I don't actually do them very often. I maybe go for a massage more than I get a facial. You know, this girl is 46 now and I know facials can do some wonders to keep you your skin hydrated and your skin looking its best. And so I'm booking myself in for a facial. But I'm booking myself in for a facial. I definitely deserve it. 
I'm celebrating myself and consider it ticked off. That part of my goal is ticked off already. Then I'm looking forward to the next one. What's the next one? I'm also looking at this podcast in terms of downloads as well. And I've given myself some grace to begin with because I know that creating a podcast is a huge feat. And there's so many podcasts out there now, like it's something that I feel in my industry, a lot of people are doing, even not in my industry. It's a hard competition out there. So I've given myself some grace, but I've just ticked over the 600 download mark, which is for me, I feel is really cool. That means people have listened to me 600 times at least. Maybe it's the same people listening to things, but such heartfelt thanks to all the people that are listening to me and have contributed to those 600 downloads. Now, if you know anything about podcasts, the downloads do not always mean that someone listens firstly, but it also doesn't count how many people just stream it without downloading it. So to all those people out there streaming it and not downloading it, I know you're there too. So thank you for tuning in. So yes, so that's me. So 25 episodes and we're going to do a bit of a wrap up of this first chapter. Essentially, we're just going to practice what we've learned together, go through all the thoughts and understand how they make you feel in your body. So this is going to be a real connector lesson between what I have been teaching you in theory and exactly how it works and connects to your body. Because when I'm teaching you to think intentionally, it's really important that we're connecting into the feelings of our body. And I'm going to do this by, like I said, going over the last 24 episodes and pulling out the intentional thought and helping you connect it through what I'm feeling but also allowing you to connect it for yourself because not everything that I feel is going to be what you feel from a sentence or from a thought or from a belief. We we are different beings and we definitely have different belief systems. And so it is a really important step for you to actually go through this process as well. And when you say the sentence, just understand where it is activating your body. Okay, before we begin, you might want to listen to this episode and then come back to it later. So you can do the exercise, but I have created a document that that is going to step you through this as well. It's really simple. It's literally just the list of thoughts with feelings and also the tool of the emotions wheel, which is going to be really helpful for you to understand and articulate your emotions that are connecting to your body. So that is all linked in the show notes. I would really love for you to go and download that and print it out or put it on your tablet or your computer or whatever it looks like, something that you can actually fill it in. So printing it out is best, but if you can do that, you can actually do this exercise in real time as well. So let's zoom out firstly and look at what I've been teaching you over the last 24 episodes. And these are the basics. Thoughts, also known as beliefs and sentences. My favorite author, John Acuff, he calls them soundtracks create your feelings. So I'll say that again, thoughts, create your feelings. Feelings are an inside job and no one creates your feelings except your thoughts. So the thoughts you think either on autopilot or with intention, like I've been teaching you or on purpose, create how you feel in your body. And feelings, well, they're simply just a vibration. And that vibration you can feel can be described as being like on a spectrum, like some vibrate stronger than others and others 
vibrate so small, like such a small vibration that you hardly even notice them. Some feel good, as you know, like elation and bliss and happiness and love. They feel good, like you can feel them in your body and they make you feel good because they send all those great endorphins around your body. And as you also know, some feel bad. So some feel, yeah, heavy and like, you know, heavy on your chest and on your heart and they can make you just want to hide under the covers all day. (laughs) But what is always true is the vibration is a natural response and can never hurt you. I know some of those bad vibrations feel like they could possibly hurt you, but the truth is they just simply cannot. Your your body is designed to feel all these emotions, good or bad or neutral. So it is just really important to know that it's okay to feel the whole spectrum of emotions. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel the whole spectrum of emotions every day. It's actually what the human experience is all about. There was a study from the PNRA, and I'm going to link it in the show notes so you can have a look at it as well. And it actually mapped the most common activation points in the body when experiencing different emotions. It was really interesting. I saw it a few years ago in a magazine, and I've since found it online. And I have shown many clients this visual because it just makes so much sense. Because a lot of the time I'm asking my clients when they're saying, I feel hurt. And I'm like, okay, where does hurt feel in your body? And they describe it to me. And this is what basically this study did. They gathered a few thousand people together and they took them through processes and they mapped what parts of the body were activated when they felt different emotions. Basically, it suggests that there is a typical way emotions activate in people. And so when you see this, you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's how I feel. That's where I feel certain emotion and it makes sense and it actually helps you connect and feel connected to other people and that you're not alone feeling these emotions because as this study suggests it's just something that most people who are neurotypical feel in a certain way and the reason why this is important is because if you understand yourself and what and where your body is being activated or where you feel that vibration which is the emotion You can actually understand and put a name to the feeling, which is so very important. And it just helps you get to know yourself even more. I'm a full advocate of knowing ourselves so well, nothing stands in our way. So it's worth a read. Take a look at it. Like I said, it's in the show notes. So as an overview, what I have been teaching you is you are responsible for how you feel. Remember your thoughts created by you. Yes, they might be on autopilot yet you still think them by choice. And again, I realize your choice feels like it was just forced upon you a lot of the time, but you are basically responsible for how you feel. And if you're someone that is neurotypical and is not suffering from any psychological disorders, then you definitely have the power to control what is going on in your body. And you definitely 100% have the power to choose how you think. Sometimes there's a big gap between what you're thinking now to what how you want to think and figuring that out is definitely where I step in as a coach to help mentor you through that process. But as you know, my preferred method is with intentional thinking and it is definitely possible. You can change how you think and what you believe at a core level. You can absolutely do that. I've seen it happen time and time again 
I myself have done it for myself and it works and it's something that I'm really passionate about teaching others. So thinking with intention, which is why I give you each week an intentional thought to think on purpose because that's that's part of the process. To be different, you have to do different. So you have to think differently to get different results. Because imagine, look, just imagine that you want to grow a garden. You've really wanted it to grow it so, so bad. Like you've dreamed about the garden and you've got all these beautiful visuals about the garden. And yeah, you really want to be that person that goes out and picks beautiful fresh flowers from the garden. And you also want to be the person that grows fruit and vegetable in your garden so you can actually eat them and share them with your family and friends. And yeah, you know everything about that garden. And every day you go out to your garden and you spray poison on it. You want the garden so bad, like you something that you really want, yet you go out and spray poison on it. And then you wonder why it doesn't grow. You see, your thoughts can be poison. It can be the poison stopping you from having the life that you want. So essentially, it's your mindset. Gardens are not going to grow when you're spraying poison on them. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) And if you did this in a, a verbal way, this is what it would look like. It would look like you going out to your garden and saying things like this. You aren't growing fast enough. You are such a loser garden. Loser. Who do you think you are sprouting like that? And then proceeding to squash it back down. You get the point, right? So your thoughts are what create the results in your life. And if you're saying thoughts like that to yourself about the life that you want, well, it's never going to grow. It's never going to be like what you visualize it to be because your thoughts are the poison. So this is why it's really important to take notice and to take charge of your thoughts. As always, I just want to remind you that this does not mean you will never have negative thoughts or feelings again. That is never the goal. We are humans and we are meant to feel the full spectrum of all emotions. That's the deal about being human. Like I said, it's not about eradicating negative thoughts and feelings and being always happy and always wonderful because that is just going to set you up for failure. But the goal is just about giving equal airtime to the positive thoughts as much as the negative thoughts. Negative thoughts might still be there, but you're also going to give equal airtime to the positive thoughts as well. So we've established thoughts create our feelings. Now let's go back and feel into each thought that I've taught you over the past 24 weeks. Now when you're feeling them, it's going to activate somewhere in your body. And this is why it's important maybe to do this in a space where you can actually feel into it. So preferably not when you're driving or trying to cook dinner or something like that. Maybe this is a, this is the podcast to be sitting down into and having some space, maybe going to a quiet room so you can actually listen and just tap into how your body is feeling. For those of you that struggle to, to do that, it's totally okay. I get it. I absolutely get it. Many of us have learned to disassociate from our bodies. And that is something for like a whole nother episode that I could talk about. But just know that you have the ability to feel in your body. And if you put yourself into a space where you know you're safe 
and you know you're connected to yourself and yeah that you you are feeling loved and again safe you're going to have a better chance of actually tapping into those feelings so maybe listen to this podcast through one time and then print out the worksheet and then do it again for yourself when you have that time and space to be focused on listening and feeling into your body so we're going to start from episode one through to episode 24 and I know it might be a little bit tedious but stick with me because this is a practice and it's something that I want you to learn to do I want you to learn to hear and feel into a sentence and see where it activates your body so episode one I can get through anything this makes me feel unshakable that is my definition but it could also be resilient, strong, determined. See how you feel when you say that. I can get through anything. Episode two, nothing I am experiencing is being caused by anything outside of me. Makes me feel responsible and also aware. It like taps me back into my awareness really quickly. Nothing I'm experiencing is being caused by anything outside of me. Episode three, I trust myself. And for me, that definitely incites trust in my body. Episode four, I've got my own back. Anything else is a bonus. I feel strong when I say that sentence. And I also feel self-validating. Episode five, being myself is always the best option. That makes me feel authentic. And yeah, the ability to be authentic. Episode six, the only choice is to remain open. Mm, That one really creates the feeling of surrender in me. It feels like all my guard has just been dropped. Episode seven, planning creates my freedom. Actually, that makes me feel enthusiastic. Planning creates my freedom. Yeah, enthusiastic towards planning. Episode eight, what you're not changing, you're choosing. Hmm, I'm feeling motivated to change. Episode nine, I've got this. And that makes me feel determined and unstoppable. Episode 10, I wake up every day to please me and the people that love me. Hmm, that makes me feel important, actually. Important for myself, but it also makes me feel a lot of self-love and self-satisfaction. Episode 11, it is not a problem. Oh, I love this sentence. I say it all the time to myself and to my clients. And it makes me feel optimistic, sometimes blasé. Like, you know, something could be really massive and you can say it's not a problem. And it's just like brushing it off, like the seriousness that we're creating in our own mind about the problem. It could also make me feel like I'm a problem solver and again determined. Episode 12 was Abby's thought and it was, I'm grounded, I'm connected, I'm protected. And that feels safe to me, makes me feel safe when I say that to myself. Episode 13, I'm working on it. Hmm. I could go before a lot of other things, but in this instance, is actually making me feel compassion for myself. It's like, oh, I'm working on it. That's right. Instead of beating myself up, I'm working on it. And also makes me feel like understanding 
towards things and also patience. Episode 14, it was similar and extended on from episode number three. It says, I trust myself. I wake up every day to please me and the highest version of myself. Mm. Actually, it makes me feel really grateful that I have that ability. Episode 15, I'm the creator of my life and my life is a product of my thoughts. Yeah, sometimes you don't like that. Sometimes it's really hard to hear, like think that on purpose, especially in hard situations, but it makes me feel responsible. It makes me feel in charge and it gives me a sense of agency over myself. Episode 16, this is all research for my personal master's degree. I love it. Every time I'm having a difficult moment and I don't know how to do something, I feel frustrated and I think this thought on purpose, it makes me step into curiosity instead and also compassion. Episode 17, I'm the author of my own story and can rewrite it anytime. I love that. It's like oh, fully in control. That's how I feel and secure as well. Episode 18, peace is always an option. Yeah. Just makes me feel knowing, like oh, absolutely, like yeah, absolute, <laughs> but also calm, calm, knowing that peace is always an option. Episode nineteen, I release the need to feel comfortable right now to support my dream life in the future. Oh, that's a powerful thought. And even though I'm releasing the need to feel comfortable, it actually makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel comfortable in the discomfort but it also makes me feel desire. It feels like a driver to make me get up and do something. Yeah, that's that's good. I like it. And also eager. I can feel myself when I say that. It's like, okay, let's go. Let's get to work, that type of thing. Episode 20, pay attention. I'm switching off autopilot. And I've changed that one a little bit from the actual episode, but that thought alone makes me feel assertive. It makes me feel attentive and focused. Episode 21, doing hard things creates an easy life. Doing easy things creates a hard life. Mm. It makes me feel strength again and determined. Episode 22, being the main character of my story is a gift everyone will benefit from and I give myself permission to try it out. Mm, this one makes me feel courageous. It's like, oh yeah, stepping into myself. Yeah, it might be scary, but I'm feeling courage right now to do it. Yeah, the the benefits definitely outweigh the discomfort. Episode 23, challenges are not the problem. My mindset is. Therefore, I choose to have a stronger mindset than any problem. And that makes me feel decisive. It's like, hell yeah, I am. This is what I'm doing. Oh yeah, that's good, that one. Episode 24, if in doubt, be kind. And again, it just makes me feel kind, makes me feel caring, and it also makes me feel authentic. So there's all the intentional thoughts from the last 24 episodes. Now it's your turn to go back and use that list and write down how that sentence makes you feel. And the important part of this whole exercise is that once you really latch onto something like a feeling that's going to drive the action that you really want to do, especially if it's an action that you have been putting off or you're procrastinating on doing, 
use that sentence in the moment that you feel the inaction taking place and say it and create the feeling in you that's going to drive the action. That's how you use it. So it's not a passive thing that we need to do. It's not something that we can just think and feel. It actually has to be followed up with action to cement it in. Because the more proof that you gather that you can take action, even when you don't want to, you'll build that proof that you are a person that does the things that they say they're going to do. I hear so many people say, oh, if I could just bottle that feeling. Well, my friends, this is my version of that. So any of those feelings that just created like an eagerness in you or whatever it is that you need in life right now, and every circumstance is different. So you might need all of those feelings at a different time in your life. Go grab the bottle and empty out the contents, say the thought, and then allow the feeling to vibrate in your body and to activate your body. And to finish off, I just want to talk to you about doing the work because I'm not sure if I've actually said a lot about it on this podcast yet, but if I haven't, here it is. If you want to change, it's not possible to do it if you're not if you're not actively making changes in your life on the outside of you as well as the inside. Great to do all the inside work and you also need to back it up with the outside work like I told you before, the action piece. So action is an absolute necessity. The work looks like grabbing the PDF from this episode and spending the time to understand what your body is feeling when you say these sentences to yourself. That's doing the work. If you don't know where to start, find someone you resonate with and want to action something and just start there. It doesn't have to be me. If you're listening to heaps of podcasts and they're encouraging you to do something or you feel really drawn to do something, like follow their lead. And if, yeah, like I said, if you don't know where to start, just start somewhere. It doesn't have to be the be all and end all, but be the person that is willing to figure it out. And if you don't know what type of person you are and what works for you already, then you just have to test out a few things first. Like I didn't know what was going to work and I have tried, believe me, it feels like a million things. I have tried so many things and most probably 90% of them haven't stuck and that's, that's totally fine. The 10% that did stick is making the biggest impact on my life and it's because I'm doing them over and over again. It's just, it's 10xing everything. So you have to be willing to be curious and to actually try new things to see what works for you. So as a wrap up, the work, is taking action. If you want to change in your physical life or your mindset, doing the work is essential. Remember, before we leave, I just want you to jump on, grab the PDF and listen, go through all 24 thoughts again with yourself and see how they make you feel. And if you're still here at the end of this not so exciting episode, because it was a little bit tedious, I know that, but If you're still here, congratulations, because that is you also doing the work and it's you sticking it out and committing to your own growth. And that's a wrap for me. That's a wrap for this first chapter of More Life, Less Drama. And we're not having any breaks, mind you. Chapter two starts next week. You'll have to tune in to see what we've got in store for you. Well done to me for doing 25 episodes. Well done for you for listening in and 
committing to yourself. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great week, my beautiful friends. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable, where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.